entertainment news, and arbitrary arguments. You're listening to the Vagrant Kings podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Vagar King Podcast. My name is Matt and with me, as always, is Austin Jones. Hello. Yes, we are recovering from our <laughs> giant game of the year and movie debates. It's been, it took a lot out of us. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm super tired of that. That was... Yeah. Woo. It was crazy. It was crazy. But we're grateful for all you listeners who uh, liked those episodes. We had quite a few people write in that they started watching uh, movies or started playing certain games from our discussions. Like people people played Assassin's Creed from our game of the year. And people started watching, um, what was your best binge? The Orville. The Orville, yes. Yeah. So we're grateful for all you who... Uh, liked our opinions and started watching stuff and uh Who became yeah. cultured for once all of you heathens and <laughs> yes <laughs> yes you finally became cultured but uh we're back to normal here we have a normal episode uh we of course are a movie uh, or entertainment news podcast we have video game news we have movie news and last but not least we have our arbitrary argument this week which is what movie would you so show someone who has never seen a movie before and we're doing this in honor of uh, Saudi Arabia being able to now have movies in their country. But unfortunately, they got to see the Emoji Movie and Captain Underpants, which is our two least favorite movies for last year. Seriously, yep. It's pitiful. I thought, I thought that was awesome. Like, it was I, ironic. Yeah, I was just like, wow, that's ouch. Like, what is Saudi Arabia going to think of us? Seriously, it also shows that this is a quality podcast when we know our garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we can tell garbage, but we don't know good stuff, but we know garbage. Oh, we know good stuff. Come on. No, we Get don't out. know good stuff. Get Out nom- was nominated for Movie of the Year, so. Yeah, it's not going to win. Uh, hopefully it's surprising. Hopefully it's like another uh, La La Land Moonlight. Moonlight? No way. <laughs> I bet you 10 bucks that uh, Three Billboards is going to win it. Three Billboards? I haven't yeah. seen it, so. I never even heard of it, so there you go. Yeah, well, it's going to be a moonlight thing where (laughs) two people saw it. Dozens of viewers, yeah. Literally, one dozen saw it, literally. But uh, let's get on to our movie news, Austin. What do you have to bring to the table this week? Oh, boy, I got tons of good stuff. There's a a lot of – yeah, tons of good stuff. So, Matt, were you a fan of Enchanted? You remember that movie with – What's her bucket? Amy. Is that the live action princess movie or something? Yeah, yeah. Was that Amy Adams? I can't remember her name right now. Yeah, Amy Adams. I've actually never seen that movie. All right, it's pretty fun. It's funny. It's like a parody almost. It knows that it's still like, but it was it was good. I I enjoyed it for being a princessy movie. But the Enchanted Two script is almost finished. So all of you people out there that are excited about that, uh, hurrah! Anyway, the other thing is is that uh, this is like a just a side note type of thing avengers 4 is, it finishes um chris hemsworth marvel contract so does that mean they're going to get rid of thor what do you think um that's a speculation thing now is avengers 4 infinity wars 2 is that that one uh yeah it's the second infinity wars that means he's he's done after that well you know um possibly like we have no idea what's in store for infinity wars because they could go a lot of different directions and even maybe kill off like a lot of superheroes you never know what they're going to do bring back a whole new avengers uh team you mean yeah i I mean like comic books have parallel worlds and whatever so like they're they could then tackle the story where uh like thor's romance uh ends up being the thor like they have that and then like they have the female iron man they could do a whole different type of deal where they they do like alternate universe or something or something yeah it's cool it's kind of bringing this to the real world like oh yeah these actors and actresses can't go on forever so. Yeah, especially uh, Robert Downey Jr. Like he's getting up there. Like he's not extremely old, but I mean, I can't imagine him being Iron Man forever. You know? Yeah, me neither. But I mean, it would co- it'd be cool if he kept on coming back. I'd like to see like a seasoned, wizened Iron Man, like kind of be a mentor. You know, kind of like an uh, Patrick Stewart esque type of 
Yeah. Thing. It'd be cool yeah. to see Iron Man take that kind of role. But anyway, yeah. but he's he's great. So Yeah, so I mean if they if they kill off Thor or they could end up signing him again, I mean, we've seen people sign again, like for example, we can't get seem to get rid of Captain Jack Sparrow and Johnny Depp. Like they just keep signing him for yeah. more and more. So really I'm close. sure I'm sure they could sign him again. But I would like to see Chris Hemsworth do more stuff because he's funny. He's like hilarious. So I'm pumped. Um so oh yeah all right also the other big um uh what's the world i guess you could say is the fantastic beast movie that's still the the next one that's being made yep we've learned a little bit more about the other three the other three movies so five the five total movies every all these movies are going to be set in different cities so this next one is going to be primarily in paris is what i've heard so the other the other ones are all going to be in all different cities so Mm -hmm. it's going to leave a like is it going to stay in europe are they going to head over to south america like there's a lot of cool stuff that that this could end up in because it's supposed to be kind of like it's the great wizarding war which kind of happened during the time of world war ii but there was a lot of battles all over the world with that so it it could be it could be very interesting where they go with the wizarding world of harry potter yeah that'd be really cool um i liked what they did in the first one by showing us america so we can only learn more about their paris schools and I think China would be really cool to see like a China. Oh, China school. would be awesome. I didn't even think about um, Asia. I think Australia would be fun where it's just like desolate and like everyone's like <laughs> Yeah. I'd like to see like an islander nation type thing. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? Yeah, that'd be really neat. And then you can have Africa and like stuff like that. Like you can do a lot of cool things. Actually, uh, one that just popped in my head that could be really interesting. Uh Egypt has always have magical like lore and whatever. So yeah. Egypt would be like Super and, and cool. Egypt was a huge thing in World War Two. The the Africa campaign. Yeah, that would be that would be very interesting. Yeah, so you Ooh. can go a lot of ways. So uh, yeah, I, that's exciting. Uh, there's actually one other franchise that excites me by doing that stuff, and that's Pokemon. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> they always do that. So two of my favorite things kind of fusing together. Speaking speaking of Pokemon, uh, oh the gosh, Detective Pikachu movie <laughs> keeps getting great news. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, I believe, is the voice of Pikachu. I don't know if we did an episode on that at all. But, yeah, I don't uh, think we mentioned that yet. But yeah, because yeah, we kind of took a break. But yeah, Ryan Reynolds is now Detective Pikachu. That's extremely exciting. Um, yeah, Ken Watanabe have- has joined the cast as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. The the you know the doom and gloom guy from what's it called from Godzilla? Let yes. them bite. Yes. <laughs> it's the best line of the whole movie. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I can't! I still can't believe they're doing Pokemon. That's just nuts. That's just nuts to me. It's awesome, and we have more news about that in the game, the gaming section, because we got news on the American release of Detective Pikachu on this side. So I'm excited for that too. Yeah. So. Um, some other movie news is that J.J. Abrams is developing his first sci-fi TV series since The Fringe. So he's doing. It, so we're gonna get something else from him, which is you know that's kind of what made his name him famous. Uh, the series is called. Uh, Fringe Two. Mm, oh wait i don't think it has a name yet but but uh this is the script it's well this is what it's going to follow um follows a, a scientist mother her husband and a daughter after they wind up in a horrible car crash after the mother wakes winds up in a coma her daughter begins digging through her ex, her experiments in the basement and winds up being transported to another land amid a world's battle against a monstrous oppressive force her father then follows her into this new world interesting so, that's yeah. really cool I mean, he's always kicked off some like amazing, great, amazing TV series like Lost and Fringe, of course. And so this is, I, I mean, that's a pretty cool premise to me. He he's a busy guy because he's also working on Star Wars Episode Nine. So yeah, so yeah. but he's notorious for starting an episode and saying, "All right, good luck, see you later." So that's true too. We'll Luckily, Lost Lost is still considered one of the best shows ever, so that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Apple's first scripted comedy is going to star Kristen Wiig. Yes. So Apple's getting into the game now. Yeah. Person I, I heard they were actually in cahoots of trying to buy a streaming service as well. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. I heard so, rumors of that too. Maybe so Kristen Wiig will be on there. We don't know. Yeah. Um, Indiana Jones 5 and a West Side Story remake could be what's next for Steven Spielberg after Ready Player One. Uh, yes. I heard they finally finished the script for Indiana Jones. I just hope it's no Crystal Skull. I didn't um, mind it. I didn't mind it. Everyone hated it. I didn't mind it. I thought it was good fun. It's no Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like, you know. Well, that, like yeah, that's true. But it was still 
pretty good. I, Everyone I was just upset that it was more sci-fi than supernatural. But hey, come on. Uh, I've, they're staring into a skull and like having your brain like start to go all crazy. It wasn't that great. It was kind of lame. But um, West Side Story, I haven't heard of that for a very long time. So that's kind of cool that they're making that. So yeah, but once you're a jet, you're always a jet. So I don't know how they're gonna top that line oh, I love it. they'll redo it i don't know um i have some news about uh mission impossible fallout which comes out july 27th uh if you are you a fan of the graham norton show i have not heard of it well that it's, sounds familiar but it's a british like it's kind of like the british like talk show like a uh, night show okay. uh graham norton had tom uh tom cruise on there and they showed the clip of when Tom Cruise breaks his ankle on the set of Mission Impossible Fallout, and he talks about that experience. So uh, they finally have a release date, and it's kind of crazy. I didn't know Tom Cruise broke his ankle. Dude, that guy's crazy. He's, yeah. It's he's awesome. Nuts. Like, Mission Impossible is always cool because he did his own stunts and everything. So it's it's cool that this one also has a new story to go behind it. So that comes out July 27th. Well, yeah, they released a picture of him hanging outside a helicopter. Yeah. it's He's just... He's just insane. He's awesome. Yep. Yep. Now you're going to love this one. John Cena is possibly starring in a Duke Nukem movie. I heard about this. Um, Do you like that or not? He's John's, your boy. He's uh, your boy. Oh, he's not my boy, but I mean, like, do you know who Duke Nukem is? Has he ever played a Duke Nukem game? Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't think John Cena is a fit for Duke Nukem whatsoever. Really? Like John Cena, like may kind of have like the facial structure of Duke. Yeah, Nukem. Yeah, he's got the looks down. But, but Duke Nukem is a scum. Like Duke Nukem is like a scumbag that's like at the end of his life. Like he's not old, but I mean, like he's just a dirtbag. And John Cena, I don't know if he can be that gruff and like disgusting as Duke Nukem. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's true. Duke Nukem's a pretty. I don't know how they're going to do it unless they rewrite what Duke Nukem is. Cause it's, it's constant cheese the whole time. He's just, he just says eighties action movies lines. Like that's all Duke Nukem is. So I have no idea how this is going to go, but if they cast him, that's cool. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure how you're going to be about that one, but I, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like he's just too, John Cena's too nice of a guy to do that. Like, you know, he's Fernadad, you know, <laughs> he's Fernadad. <laughs> that's true. He's a bull in the tennis shop. Yeah. Um, so we might be getting a black widow movie. It's a reportedly being planned for 2020. Cool. Uh, what do you think? I, I think this might be Marvel's way of being like, Oh man, like one woman sold very well. Maybe we should make a, woman superhero movie i don't know i, I just well, don't think- they've already got they've already got one in like captain marvel right which, yeah and that we- looks good they just showed some pictures with that too but um, yeah i don't know like i think uh, there's cooler female heroes than black widow black honestly. widow's not that not black widow's not that cool i don't she, she just isn't so i it's nothing against Scar- scarlett johansson unless but we don't know how effective infinity war is going to be in the marvel movie standpoint you mean so, how it's going to change the world, the, yeah, the universe yeah. there? So, like, what if what if they end up on a different planet and different stuff? Like, you don't know how far or crazy it's going to get. So that's true. Yeah, I'll hold judgment until after Infinity Wars changes the landscape. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So Ryan Reynolds again. This guy's everywhere. He's going to star and produce a Clue remake from the Deadpool yes. writers. Yes. Uh-huh. This is exciting. Like, uh, yeah, out of nowhere. I I I, I don't know what to do. Uh, that's what a lot of people were expecting from uh, the Orville Express, or what's that movie called? The one that we just saw that came out last year? The Train to... Murder in the Orient Express? Yeah, Murder in the Orient Express, yes. So people were expecting that to be a Clue movie, and so now we actually get one. So that's awesome. I'm stoked. Yeah, I'm pumped for it. Um, a Mighty Ducks TV series is reportedly in the works. Heck uh, yes. I don't Everyone's know. trying to tap in the 90s nostalgia now. I don't think that's cool. That's you, d- you didn't like the Mighty Ducks? The only reason the Mighty Ducks it got popular was because of uh, Night at the Roxbury. That's the only reason. Oh, brother. Yeah, right. I didn't even... I, I, I watched Mighty Ducks all the Emilio time. Emilio Estevez, the Mighty Duck Man. And then and Emilio. That's the only reason I think of the Mighty Ducks is because of that movie. So. No, brother. Um, so, okay. Oh, yeah. One other thing from Apple. They're making a... They're, they've uh, tapped Damien Chazelle, the La La Land director and uh, director of... What's that drumming movie? You like Whiplash. Whiplash is making their they've tapped him to make a TV series for them. So it's they're looking pretty good. Like 
Supposedly, uh, Steven Spielberg's also making an, an, an anthology series for them. And they're getting a space drama from the Battlestar Galactica creator. So their oh, slate wow. is starting to look really pretty impressive. This oh. is inter- this is very interesting. Like this is a very weird move from all these companies because like Disney's now making shows, Apple's going to be making shows, and mm-hmm. arguably those are the most like. And Netflix is making shows, and all three of those are the biggest companies. Same with Amazon. Like we just have the biggest corporations trying to beat out the other ones. So we'll see what happens in these fight of of the big dogs. I guess the fight so. for our streaming privileges, that I, kind of thing. Honestly, I don't think me personally. I don't think anyone can catch up to Netflix. I feel like they kind of have a hold on it because that's that's mainly what I watch now. Uh, um, Disney's going to destroy them all. I don't know. They don't will. Know. Hulu, Hulu's going to end up taking the cake. My, that's where my money is because um, yeah, Family Guy leaving there now uh, and I, I, I'm predicting The Office and Parks and Rec is going to be right behind them. And those three, I think, are, are like the kings of the TV streaming right now on Netflix. And so there's... I think Disney's going to end up destroying them all. It, I guess it depends on which corporation can use net neutrality most to their advantage, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Now it comes down to like who can bring the Simpsons to their to their streaming. <laughs> no, true. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, on other news, uh, the Vanity Fair just released their cover for their giant like actors and actresses of the year. Did you see this? No. Um, they have a picture of Oprah Winfrey with Reese Witherspoon and a bunch of others, uh, actors. They took off James Franco because of his oh, allegations. Yes, yes, I heard that. Yeah. They scrubbed him from that. They scrubbed him from that. But the other thing they messed up on is this: if you look at Reese Witherspoon's legs, she has three legs that they edited it. <laughs> And if you look at behind-the-scenes pictures, they put three arms on Oprah Winfrey. So their Photoshop editor is horrendous. That's (laughs) so funny. It's really bad. And uh, so people are just memeing it and making fun of it all over the internet. Um, But it's a bummer about about James Franco. I wonder if if the guy was just like a huge James Franco fan and was trying to get back (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to leave his arm and leg in here right there. Make a... Make a, a disaster because no disaster artist. <laughs> yeah, Good clever. Good Good slap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, I got two more pieces of movie news. Um, Jumanji, the sequel, because Jumanji was a huge hit, which we still haven't seen yet. Um, Unfortunately. I know, we need to see it. I've heard it's really good. But the the sequel is targeting a 2019 release window in direct competition with Star Wars Episode Nine. It's going to go head-to-head with it. Um, brave Sony's got balls brave but also I can kind of see it from the controversy from this last Star Wars so I don't know how much will Star Wars Episode 9 pull in but Star Wars did pull in like 1.5 billion on opening weekend again so yeah and this is the middle one like I think the middle one would probably have less impact than the one that everyone knows this is the conclusion you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so I think the conclusion is going to still going to rake in a crap ton i know i like all the haters of star wars like they still say like oh, i did go see it three times in theaters so like, well, obviously <laughs> obviously you didn't hate it that bad if you've like saw it again you know like for me i i still think rogue one's like the worst star wars and i still can't get myself to watch it again i still don't want to so it's so good i know i know i just i just it's don't want so to good. i have no desire to, like i tried i started it up to watch it and then i like immediately turned it off i was like i don't like this (laughs) oh you're despicable i know i I know i have a problem though so that's okay um my problem is i just like good movies so (laughs) (laughs) we're not i told you like i told you we we only review garbage around here yeah (laughs) and matt matt thinks yeah anyway so the last bit of movie news i have is gonna make you the most excited matt all right Bill and Ted face the music. We'll see 50-year-old Bill and Ted interacting with their teenage selves and Rufus, of course. Th- that's so exciting. Yeah. That's we're going to have well it's, it's having some trouble getting funded, but Keanu and uh and Ted are totally on board, so. Yeah. I'm excited. Keanu Keanu Reeves might be like he was kind of like real popular during the Matrix time, but now he's kind of like the like Cult Everyone classic, just loves him. Cult classic guy. Like every time he makes a movie, he's gonna have fans. Like it's like, yeah, Keanu Reeves. Like, he's the guy. 
So he's just the new he's the new guy. Like everything he does, you can't be mad at him about. Like the Rock, true. him and the Rock are like powerhouses. So no, the Rock kind of does some dumb stuff every now and then, but like for the San most part. Andreas, yeah. But I mean, like, everybody watches him. Like he sells movies. So yeah, he does. But I'm so pumped for this. Bill and Ted, they're just stupid fun. I, I'm excited. So. Yeah. So that's our so that's the movie news that I got. I mean, it, there's good stuff. Uh, it's kind of the lull in the movie releases. And, and TV releases. Uh, Game of Thrones is coming out in what 2020. Uh, that was oh, announced gosh, today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, it wasn't announced today. It was announced a while back. But yeah, I think it was like confirmed, like the the exact date today. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got pranked for a new Crocodile Dundee movie with Danny McBride. That'd be so good. No, it was it was ended up like I mean they released like a whole couple clips and everything with uh, Chris Hemsworth as well. But uh, it was it was just a prank because um, it was them. Uh, they were just trying to promote Australian tourism. Oh, that's awesome! Australia Day did just happen, so happy Australia Day to all those Australians. Yeah, I think that was why. Yeah. So it's just silly. I have one more uh, fun fact I really liked. Uh, Titanic has been out for a very long time. Um, it was probably the most grossing movie besides Avatar, which was also made by James Cameron, but. There is a person uh, who said three lines in the movie. Let me get his name here real fast. Um, Reese Thompson played the young Irish boy who sadly didn't make it off the ship with his mother and sister. Um, this is off of Cinema Blend, by, by the way. Um, what's really interesting, though, is he only had one line of dialogue, but he ended up making approximately $30,000 from that one line. But as the, as the movie continued out... Every single year, he makes roughly $300 from residuals just from the Titanic every year. And some years, like when it was the re-release anniversary of the Titanic movie, he got like five grand in the mail for it. And so that is just someone who said like one line and had like three seconds of screen time. Imagine like the residuals of Leonardo DiCaprio and... Uh, the other like main actress like that's in the director yeah like what's what's his bucket yeah james cameron so that's insane like that's a lot of money like that's cool like 300 bucks is like nothing to like laugh about that's like an extra like oh cool 300 bucks sweet like no i can buy a switch bam yeah it's i would love that (laughs) it's cool so that was i really like that behind the scenes moment because it's like oh interesting like that's that's really weird i didn't know you could like continually get residuals off of stuff so oh yeah that's cool oh, yeah um i mean that's how george lucas made all his money yeah. he said i'll take the i'll take the merchandise oh yeah the merch Oof. Yeah. yeah but i'm sure you can't get a titanic that'd be so funny if there's like a titanic toy just like crumbles when you hit an iceberg toy that <laughs> would be terrible <laughs> that'd be the worst let's toy it. ever let's make it but uh, yeah, so that that was a fun fact for me. Is there anything else you want to add to movie stuff before we move on to video games? No, let's move on to video games and then we'll come on back to our challenge. Yeah? Yep, sounds good. Let's do it. Uh, all right. Video games. Here we go. Uh, Detective Pikachu. You ready, Austin? Yeah, hit me. It has a release day of March 23rd. Wait, this yeah. year? Yeah, this year. Oh, wow. uh, Detective Pikachu, the video game is 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 going to be awesome but what's really funny is when it comes out march 23rd here in the english speaking areas detective pikachu 2 will be coming out in japan it is a three game uh release what yes it's a three game release so that's that's very interesting and you have to solve uh you're trying to find this boy's father and you also have to solve some pokemon cases too like you see like a Pokemon on the ground with a bottle of ketchup and it looks like it, like he's dead, but it's just ketchup. <laughs> it's, it's kind of okay. funny. This so, is going to be way weird. It's, it's similar. I hear it's similar to professor Layton. If you're into those games. So look out for that for your 3ds. I know I'm pretty excited for that. I know others might not be, but that's, that's pretty funny. I mean, it's good enough to be able to warrant an American movie coming out of it. So yeah, it's going to be silly. I think it's going to be fun. Like yeah. it's silly fun. Yeah. My type uh, of game. Yeah. Speaking of games that came out, uh, this weekend, Monster Hunter World just came out, and Dragon Ball Fighter Z is out now. Monster Hunter World is getting amazing reviews. People are loving it so far. Did you um, get it? I did not get it. Um, I are am you not, going to get it? I am going to watch the reviews a little bit before I get it, because I tried playing Monster Hunter before, 
and it was really hard for me to stick with it. It's kind of one of those kind of games that it's hard to, to play. Yeah, gotcha. But if you're interested in it and you have a group of friends, I hear it's amazing to continue to play in with a group of friends. So if you're down, I'm down. So hint, hint. I'll be down. You're down? All right, cool. I'll be down. I'll, I'll pick it up probably next week sometime. Um, Dragon Ball Fighter Z is a game I'm also going to be getting. So both these games were like games I was really waiting for. So that's that's awesome. Um, coming up is news that you're going to be sad about, Austin. Um, Anthem is being pushed and delayed. Canceled? Oh, dang it. Is being pushed and delayed <laughs> till 2019. Um, 2019? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're in 2018. Never mind. Yeah. Yep. So uh, <laughs> it's going to be early <laughs> next year is what they're saying. The reason for the push is because they just reopened up Dragon Age, and so they've got a lot of the crew now working on Dragon Age. Yeah, um, that's a whole bunch of lies. They're seeing what's happening to Destiny, and they're like, oh, crap, we were going to do the same thing. Yeah, well, we'll see what they do. Uh, they they had like a lot of flops, so maybe they learned their lesson and they're going to try something new. Oh, yeah, my money is totally on that. They saw, Yeah, they saw how bad Destiny was just like, yeah, they, they're they're definitely pushing it back because they had the same model. Yeah, no doubt. For sure, I, and I'm excited. I want I want a robot to be able to modify. That sounds awesome. Being a yeah. little robot dude, that's cool. Um, this is crazy news. Microsoft just did something that um, kind of makes them even better than PlayStation in a way. Their Microsoft Xbox Game Pass. Oh when yeah, they, this is when awesome. They, when they have new releases come out, you can play them immediately, and you can only you pay ten bucks a month for it. So pretty much, if you think about it, you're paying ten dollars. You could pay ten dollars, beat the game, cancel your subscription. You pay ten dollars to play a game. You could do. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if there's any contract requirements. But yeah, that no, sounds no. There, there's right no contract. You could just cancel it. So like, for example, but why would you? You have access to like a huge library. For sure, if, if you're really into Microsoft games. Uh, but I mean, like, if you're just dying to play the new stuff, let's say, for example, Crackdown 2 comes out and you're not really into multiplayer play and you're just like, I really want to play Crackdown 2, but I don't want to drop 60 bucks. Go go download it for a month, beat that game, turn it off. You're good to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, that's a huge move. Like, that's... that's fantastic. A, that's a great play. Like, I... That makes that's me like Halo, respect. Gears of War, all those... That's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be way fun. Even though we already own Halo and Gears of War, but I mean if if you well, I mean have, the next ones. Yeah. 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 Gears of War. I uh, I don't know. Just bring some more stuff. Bring some new stuff, Microsoft. New IPs, uh, please. Yeah. State of the K2. I heard that was really good, so I'm um, interested. But that pretty much covers it for game news. Not much has has been coming out for uh video games unless you have more stuff to add to that, Austin. Oh, I had something on the tip of my tongue. What was it? It was beautiful. It was glorious. It was it was escaping my mind. So, yeah, if I remember it, I'll bring it up. Dang. <laughs> it was good. Dang. Sorry, man. Right a tight spot. Uh. <laughs> it's all right. But, yeah, that um, that was stuff that kind of pointed out to me, like, uh, where I'm still trying to catch up for all the awesome games that came out last year. So, it's uh, it's been tough. Yeah, me too. I, uh, yeah, I'm totally still catching up. Oh, I can't wait till I'm done with my masters, and then I'll just be gaming for days. Yeah, and changing diapers. And changing diapers. Yeah. Oh, Overwatch. Was there Overwatch news? They oh, just, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some good Overwatch news. So the Blizzard. Yeah, this is it. This is what I was going to talk about. Blizzard World came out, which is so much fun. It is uh-huh. like I'm just wandering around, just looking at this whole thing. So, but what Blizzard World is for everyone that doesn't know, is it's blizzards take on disney world but it's all of their their game properties instead of like their movie properties like disneyland and it's like so you have a hearthstone tavern and you have all these tables that have the hearthstone game on them and then you have like a uh, uh Tyrael's fall which is like the superman ride but it's Tyrael's sword that you're dropping down and you've got like the black king's uh church or something like that and then which is like leoric's throne area and it's so cool there's so much detail it's a it's a really fun um assault map uh where you you gotta take the payload from the world of warcraft zone through the starcraft zone and into the diablo zone and it's, it's so much fun and there's the attention detail is insane i was wandering around the map and i looked at this brick wall and on the brick wall at the bottom of the brick wall there you see all these this like this like grid of black dots and i was like I turned to my wife and I was like, do you see this? And she was like, yeah. 
it's a speaker. Like they, they drew the art of like a hidden speaker into the wall. Like you would have in a normal amusement park where they hide the speakers and the ambiance music. It was insane. That's this whole thing. This whole thing is just, it's gorgeous. And you got all of the, the new team skins. And so everyone just looks great. And they also incorporated new normal skins like into the normal loot boxes not like event skins where they go away in a couple weeks they just got tons of new skins and and all, all these use all these new cosmetic items and it's just like blizzard does it right with overwatch yeah, jeff kaplan and his team is amazing they're doing fantastic things to be able to keep people playing i know when this update came out i saw a lot of the people on social media like i haven't played for a few months this is getting me back in like they yeah, got like awesome black cat skin diva for oh yeah me. For me, I'm super stoked that they made Roadhog the Butcher. It just makes yeah. sense. Like, that's so rad. So people are back in it, playing around. Uh, they also had a developer update come out. And this is this is something I hope that, like, like they're kind of taking the lead on what a game, a game company should do for toxicity, for multiplayer stuff. And they even mentioned that. Where it's like, we're not just doing it for our game. We're doing it for all of them. And they they say they have a team that watches YouTube videos, and if they notice anybody being toxic, they'll go find that person and take care of them. It's so amazing. That's like, insane. That's crazy. I love it. I love that so much. Like, get rid of these, like, terrible streamers or throwers or people who are like, I'm carrying everyone. Come on, join. Just, like, get rid of them. They, they ruin the game. They ruin the, the fun that these games are supposed to have. And I just love the active uh, the the proactive nature that yeah. Overwatch is taking to to handle this, and, it's awesome. And Overwatch is a game where even if you're losing, like to me, like it's one of those games. Like I'm losing, I actually don't feel that frustrated. It's like you know you're losing, and sure it can get a little tense at times, but like it's it's ultimately if you're having fun with the people you're playing with, even though you're losing, it's still a great game to play. Yeah, exactly. It's it it really is. Like that's why it won the best old game. Because yeah, it's the best. For sure. You can keep bragging about that throughout the whole year. It's like That's the one, it's the only challenge I won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's it's doing good. Um, on the other hand, Bungie came out, the developers of Destiny 2, they came out and tried to redeem themselves. They're doing a, a patch, which is going to be, a, a, it's, a, it's a patch in the right direction. And they're communicating better, but it's too little too late, in my opinion. I think I think the player base is just gone, so... Yeah, it's yeah. a shame. I think a lot of the player base actually moved on Monster Hunter World that just came out. Like a lot of people I saw wanted that game. So it, I'm, it's kind of interesting because Destiny is such this like unique thing of what it is and what kind of game it is. And it was a fad for a time and I think people just got off of it. It wasn't as addicting or fun anymore. So we'll see. Yep, wasn't enough depth. It's uh, someone, someone else described it as like a mile wide and an inch deep. It's just like, well, that's... That was that. I'm done. So yep. it's a shame. But that's all I got for video games. Thanks for Sweet. Being, thanks for reminding me. Yeah, no problem. All right. Well, that does it for our news. I hope you guys are feel more prepared. But now it is time for our arbitrary argument. Mm. What mm, movie mm, mm. would you show someone who has never seen a movie before? It's a very interesting question. It's it's kind of a hard topic because like if. If they have nothing to kind of base it off of, it's kind of like, oh. Nah, it's easy. So, uh, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Well, I'm going to beat you, so I'll let you go first. All right. I hope we picked the same one. So, uh, I was going through all my favorite movies, and I was running into stuff where it's like, that's kind of hard to grasp. Like, this is not a... Like, for example, Get Out is, like, very good, but it's not something you want to show someone of what the cinema is. The cinema is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to change your, like, world, like, make you go places that you've never been able to visually think of before. Well, uh, don't tell me you picked The Grudge as well. No, no. Oh, dang it. <laughs> but uh, you think about, like, somewhere that's very like uh interesting or impossible and then you see these like heroes or like things like do this thing and the one movie for me that's so perfect in showing someone a new world teleporting someone to something new and exciting is the very first star wars episode four nope chose a different movie all right good star wars episode four a new hope is the best movie to introduce someone 
to cinema. You got action. You got drama. You got a mystical thing that you can't quite comprehend yet. Like, oh, what's this like magic? What's this force? It's very mysterious. And on top of that, if you think of episode four when it first came out, the special effects from that had the, the audience in awe, like seeing the giant ship flying over you. Like it's something you've never been able to fathom before. Like I, I sometimes drive down the road and like visualize like a giant like spaceship or like something big in the sky. And it's just like, wow, that'd be crazy if that actually like existed. Like being able to go to the cinema and feel that would be amazing. And I think it's something that's the movie to be able to show someone for the first time because it would immerse them in this world that like you want to know more of and like get excited about and also show you what a good movie is like something that's lighthearted and fun, but also you can pull stuff from it and be able to, uh, it, it would change, it would change your life. Like I would want to go back to the movies after seeing that movie. I would have that movie as like the bar of like movies. I, so that's, that's why I picked Star Wars episode four. It's, it's the perfect Star Wars. It's the best Star Wars. It's, it's one of the best movies. It has a beginning, an ending where it's just a full, like you, you could just watch episode four and never see another Star Wars movie in my opinion, because you're just like, that was such a full experience. And it was something that is really fun and exciting every time I watch it. Why did you, why did you pick that one? Why did you do that to me? <laughs> you know, it's going to be hard for me to argue against, but I will do it. I'll do it for, for the princess bride. Uh, what yeah. you you don't think that's a good choice no, it's a go perfect ahead. choice this is it's a argument. beautiful choice the princess bride is the ultimate story it is it has absolutely everything like this movie this movie was you know it was based on based on the book the screenplay was written by the same author and he was there to help kind of k- kick the movie off this movie is absolutely perfect in every fashion it's got sword fighting which star wars does have too but I got. I mean, I'm going to say all all the good qualities of it, and and these two movies that we're talking about here share a lot of them. Otherwise, they you know we wouldn't pick either of them. Mm-hmm. But it's got high adventure. It's got sword fighting. It's got romance. It's got the world's best kiss, which every every uh, every date needs when you go to see a movie. But uh, it's got it's got absolutely everything. It's got giants. It's got uh, you know rock climbing that needs to be in every movie. <laughs> It's got uh, it's got everything. It's got everything you want in there. It's got kingdoms and 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 betrayals and uh, it's yeah, it's got everything you need in a movie, and it's got humor. So this movie, I think, fills every every category, every checkbox. Like that's mm, that's what I want in a movie. If I'm going to show this caveman who just entered society that like, oh, you need to see a movie. You need to see what you are missing in your life. It's going to be The Princess Bride. Like, because you're going to be talking about this movie forever. I mean, we still are talking about this movie, and it's yeah, we're still quoting from this movie. Everyone, everyone quotes from this movie. This is probably the most quotable movie of all time, maybe besides like Monty Python and the Holy Grail. But that's definitely not the perfect movie that you want to show to someone for their first movie. That one would be kind of weird. But that's my movie, The Princess Bride. It's it's absolutely perfect. It's it's hilarious. You can watch it with anyone. You can watch it with any age, and it's just yeah. It's it's fantastic. So, this refute is, it. This is a Bring very this is a very tough match. Both these I know, movies. Seriously, it's so hard. Both these movies are very good. Um, the one thing I want to say is I want to go back to the whole world building experience. Like with Star Wars, it's something again I want to say is impossible. But like with the Princess Bride, it almost feels like it's it's kind of stuck in reality or kind of like we've had the past with like swords and pirates and whatever. Like it's kind of, it's not fantasy enough. Like it is a fantasy movie, but it's still like something that you could see by going to like a play or whatever. But like with star Wars, it's outer space. It's stuff we don't know about. It's, it's like endless possibilities. Like people, people consumed like that. And it's like, can live forever. Like star Wars built a world that people want to go live in that's like totally different from us and totally different politics and things like that. While Princess Bride is kind of more grounded in, and I would say our reality besides of course some monsters and like the, the giant rats of unexplainable size. I think that's what it's called. Um, the R O U S the rodents of unusual size. See that that's, yeah. that's the, that's the thing though. That, that actually leads, leads, uh, uh, 
credence to its claim as the perfect gateway movie because it has a little bit of grounding in reality. So it just it allows you to, to kind of take that first step out of reality and into a fantasy world, a world of where these this upstart king, Prince Humperdinck, is trying to like you know. Swoo, uh, woo this girl off to marry him and mm-hmm. but the dread private robbers is trying to save him so it's got that bit bit of familiarity to it which is absolutely perfect and what you need in a movie for someone who's just starting off with it whereas with star wars i think that'd be i think it'd be too weird to be someone's like you know first movie and in, in getting into movies like chewbacca and the jawas that would just be like okay what the heck's going on like especially the cantina that would be like okay this is this is kind of dumb. That's kind of what I would think. Like that, that's why I don't know. That's why people in the 1600s doing Shakespeare's plays. That's why you don't see monsters like these weird monsters in all of his plays and everything. Otherwise, it, it took forever. It took a while for us to get to the point where we were okay with something like Star Wars and Star Trek. It it was just if we let off with that, it would be too much too soon. That's what I, that's 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 what I think. And I think Princess Bride is much it is grounded and i think that actually is a good thing but that's where i disagree is like that like i said with that ship just flying over right in the beginning like the the use yeah that of would this, be like, cool power like it's something where you're just like holy cow like i've never been able to witness this i've never been able to experience this while with the princess bride like i could like I could go to a park and see a bunch of people like fighting each other with like swords and it's just like the same experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, but these guys are sailing on ships and and climbing rock walls and sword fighting all over this crazy terrain. Yeah. You you don't see that in the park. Are you kidding me? Like (laughs) I'm, I'm saying like in an alien, the aliens I think would turn someone off immediately. That would, that would be just like, okay, that's, that's gross. And that's weird. Like that. I don't, this is this is making me feel awkward and uncomfortable. That would be that would turn me off. Whereas like you see the the monsters in in uh in, in the Princess Bride, like the rat rodent of unusual size. You see that and you're like, that's a giant rat. Like I kind of know what that is, but it's just weird enough to where it doesn't make me go, why am I watching it, this movie? It's it, you're still in the in the see, world. I, I kind of disagree because like in the Princess Bride, it's really hard for me to remember. I remember the beginning part. And then I think I remember the ending, but I feel like there's a part where like, uh, you might have to correct me. There's going to be spoilers on princess bride, but there's the part where he climbs the rope and fights the guy with poison. Is that the ending of the movie or is that like the middle of the movie? Uh, that's the middle where he fights the three guys. Yeah. He fights Fezzik and that should have been the ending of the movie. Like, cause like that movie goes on forever afterwards. And I, it, it doesn't make sense after that. Like, all of a sudden, like you killed my father. Prepared, like that guy's on a quest. You go get collect Andre the Giant to go. Like, I I just don't think it was like well. Wait, put so you're arguing that, that the story was confusing? The story is like way. It's it's not it's not a perfect film. Like it's not something you want to show someone because I I forgot. I forget. I only for, remember the part of Princess Bride from like that beginning part all the way to the part where he's like, ah, you I poisoned you, and then the rest of the movie is just trash like it's just like uh i don't remember anything of that movie like the rest of it is a blur like it's like nothing memorable but from star wars from start to finish is memorable like like you you see the ship you're like why is this man after the princess and then you have obi-wan kenobi save luke skywalker and luke skywalker then sees his uh, uncle and aunt die and has to go through all this stuff. And it's so fast paced with like little jokes from Han Solo in there where you you have a complete experience. You're like, that was a fun adventure. While Princess Bride, I feel like falls short at some point where it's not as fun anymore. It starts being like, uh, I don't, I didn't really, I'm, I'm starting to get a little bored. It's, it's just more or less the same while Star Wars is intriguing and entertaining the whole time of of and keeps your interest in my opinion in my opinion because like that's that's literally how i feel every time i watch the princess bride i enjoy the first half and then the second half i'm just like like i forgot about this part it's really uh well (laughs) let me remind you of the the finer events that happen in this movie Okay, Wesley and Buttercup fall in love, but Wesley can't make money because he's a poor farm boy, so he goes off and gets killed by Dread Private Roberts. Immediately following, Buttercup gets uh, kind of shanghaied into marrying Prince Humperdinck, who is, that is also the greatest villain name. It's mm-hmm. much better than Darth Vader, 
because everyone wants to say like, oh, you're a flipping humperdink. Like that's a, that's an insult. No one says you're a Vader because that's actually kind of cool. But everyone needs a silly villain. And I think a silly villain is much better than one who's like, oh, scary. But anyway, I digress. So in order to, um, in order for Prince Humperdink to, because he wants to conquer the other nation across the, across the sea. Mm-hmm. So he plans a kidnapping of Princess Buttercup. It's been a while since I've seen this movie, everyone, so I'm going off memory. Yeah. And so he plans to, uh, a fake kidnapping of Buttercup, and he's, who's going to get killed over in the other land. I can't remember the name of the other place. Let's call it Gondor. It's not Gondor, everyone. That's Lord of the Rings. But I, th- what is, I think it starts with a G, actually. But these three uh, nincompoops, kind of, they're, they're a weird trio. They kind of they bungle it up when this masked uh, pirate comes and rescues, kind of rescues, uh, Princess Buttercup, but lo and behold, it's actually Wesley who is now the this pirate and is and he tries to save Princess Buttercup, and so they're running away while Prince Humperdinck's trying to chase after them because he ruined their plan. And it's a whole there from there. That's that's where your memory cuts off. Like that's where you're saying like, oh, I don't remember what happens after there. Yeah, that's insane. After after that, we get our first death. All of a sudden, Wesley is killed. In the Pit of Despair, which is one of the greatest intros to of a character ever, with the albino, mm-hmm. where he clears his voice. That's flipping hilarious. Like, the hero dies. He's dead. They, they say it. They lift up his arm, and they're like, oh, he's dead. So you're like, wait, what? It totally sub- circumvents, like, all of your expectations of, like, this is... I thought stories were things where heroes always won and all of a sudden i'm getting introduced to a movie that says no it's not true and then all in so you're like but wesley and buttercup they had true love and so all of a sudden you have no idea what's happening but then lo like lo and behold another another twist and another turn to the story the the guys that were part of that trio the ones the two that aren't dead poor vizzini may he rest in peace but the other two rescue, kind of, kind of come in and rescue the other guy. Take him to Mad Max, who is Billy Crystal from SNL. And they give him this magic chocolate pill. And now they're going to go in and try to rescue Princess Buttercup from Prince Humperdinck. And there we have this epic battle with the with uh, Inigo Montoya trying to take on the guy who killed his father. And you see him having this character arc. And Fezzik, who's was always thro- told that he's good for nothing, res- gets the horses and allows them all to escape like i can't believe you forgot all of this this is I'm, I'm skipping tons of parts still even more sword fights and even more amazing lines and a huge uh like a huge turn on how wesley beats prince humperdinck and it's just by sheer will and it's just it's it's amazing like how this movie ends and you have it's yeah i can't i can't believe you forgot half this movie i lost all respect for you as a movie reviewer to to be honest though like it's i like i said i don't hate this movie but i i love the first half but then after that like i don't i didn't even remember the main character dying like that's how disinterested or whatever detached i got like it was just when's the last uh, time you saw this movie well well it's been a couple years but i mean like like a couple for real like i watched it like when i like i want to say like three years ago that's like the soon as the last time I saw it. And I saw it prior before that. And it's just one of those things where every time I watch it, it's like, ah, uh, I, like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Like, like I, I just, it, it makes me lose interest. And like the hero for someone's first movie, like you don't want the person you're rooting for to die. Like, but he comes back. You don't want that to ha- like that. Like, sure. But I mean, like they're with, with star Wars, you're rooting for these guys that are just having a hard time the whole time to be able to destroy this, this thing that destroys planets, they show you that devastation. They yeah, show Obi-Wan you Obi Wan dies. Like I'm just like, Obi Wan dies. Yeah, for sure. But like but he comes back. See what I'm saying? It's the same thing. You can't argue that point. Sure. Yeah. But like I like for me like when I saw Star Wars the first time as a kid, it was the movies of all movies. Like that movie blew my mind beyond proportion. Like it's it's like Star Wars or or nothing. And I don't think the aliens are gonna like deter anyone away because it's something they've never experienced before it's going to be like whoa what is this weird creature like there's a reason why fandom became over the most obscure characters like people love the little trash droid that people saw like running around in the first movie people love the weird uh, cantina people and they're only in there for like two seconds because it's like this thing that you can't even it 
it is so much escapism from like real life where you're just like, this is a whole new world. And it's something that inspires people to be able to begin creating their own, own things. While princess bride is like, Oh, that was a very fun, like story. But like, it was just a a story. Like it doesn't spark anything. Like another thing about that movie that always annoyed me is you'll be kind of sitting on the edge of your seat, excited and then it cuts back to the old guy talking to the little boy saying, what's the next part? And you're like, well, I'll read it to you and, and, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's dumb. Like, that, like I don't need to see that in, in the movie. Like, just show, like, you can have that in the beginning and ending. But, like, it just kept pulling you out and then putting you back in. And I think that's one of the reasons why I forgot the next half because it, it was such a pullout after the uh, the the poison where he, he tricks him drinking the poison. So. Now, now, here's the problem, though. You're viewing this movie as if you were someone who's already seen lots of movies. Like this is like it's the grandpa introducing this story to this uh, to his to his grandson. Like that that right there just shows that okay, this is a great intro story. You know how this you is can, a fantastic. You know how you can thing. introduce people to a book story. Have a beginning scroll where it says, "Hey, the oh Empire is this terrible person." And blah blah blah. You don't need a grandpa sitting there reading the story, and that's how you film the movie. Like, I I, I understand that it's showing imagination and like all this crazy like tenseness of it, but like as a first movie goer, seeing that, like, I I I would it personally pulled me out being a person that does watch movies. I can only imagine it being worse for someone seeing it for like the first time. I just, it's, I, Star Wars is like the more complete, like in awe, edge of your seat stuff where it, it, the time will fly by so fast. We're just like, this was incredible. Like, I don't, I, I have to watch again. I have to go back to the cinema while Princess Bride might be, it, it will possibly deter some people in my opinion, because it'll just be like, I, I don't, I don't understand the point of this. I could have just gone and saw a play instead and it would have been the same thing because everyone's just reading from a book. So I don't know. I that's just my opinion. Well, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna start all my arguments. Just a huge whale. Whale. Um, whale. No, I, you're. Yeah, you're, you're. You're. You're not. You're. You're not seeing it, man. This story <laughs> is the perfect story, and it's the perfect movie to bring someone into the movie uh, kingdom of you know magic like movies are supposed to be magic and there's there's tons of magic in this and this one is supposed to make you laugh supposed to make you cry supposed to make you like yes i want i want that for me and for my my friends my family and i i want to watch this with them whereas like i wouldn't watch i I wouldn't watch uh, star wars with my grandma at at, like at ever i wouldn't watch it with like a two like a three-year-old or anything like that but a three-year-old and four-year-old like those those people can understand what's happening in princess bride like oh there's this princess and and she's trying to and they're sword fighting like that they they don't know what's going on in star wars with all the stuff going on but that's what i'm saying like it can be watched with anyone it doesn't matter i feel like your your, like star wars it'd have to be for a certain age of someone or a certain like a demographic of people that would you know they'd have to fit that certain group of people it'd have to fit like me if i'd never seen a movie you'd have to show me star wars first and i'd be like okay this is sweet but i think if you want to fit like everyone princess bride that's the way to go everyone will love that i just don't feel it like it don't feel it, it like shows everything a movie can do like sure you got like king humperdinck and princess buttercup which are very like silly names like like that's why like that that's not cool like that's, that's not what i'm fun. saying like it, it, it's 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 fun it, it's, it's not it's, it's it's like that's stupid like why i could see someone being like oh like why can't they come with a better name like this is like like when you go see this thing you want it to be epic you want it to like show like someone like this is what movies are and star wars is the perfect blend of fun like what you want and drama like those heavier movies it's the perfect beginner movie that mixes both perfectly because you got vader who's this like menacing bad guy who you hate like you genuinely hate darth vader you're like why that guy just blew up a whole planet and it's terrifying and it's awful and you feel bad and then you got like crazy people like han solo who make you really a part of that world it's your character because he's showing like look at like this weird thing like i've never seen this before and you've never seen it before and it's just this thing that makes you like whoa this is this is 
this is insane. Like I, it, it gives you this like stuff that, um, you really need in a movie while your movie is like, Oh, like his, I can't take King Humperdinck seriously or princess buttercup. This is just a thing that's like an aside or stupid or whatever. It's not going to grasp their attention because those, those names immediately deter you away from, from that. Like, you're like, oh, I'm not going to whatever, you know, it's, it's like someone sh- showing someone Shrek in the beginning. And it's just, I don't know. I, I think you need a mixture of drama and comedy and Star Wars has both an epicness because it shows amazing, like stuff that you can't even fathom. Like it, that would bring someone back to the cinema more than. So you're saying Star Wars names aren't silly. Like Jabba the Hutt. That's, that's weird. But I mean, like it's silly. Han Solo. Uh, Han Solo is good. Like a guy named Han. Leia Organa. Princess Obi-Wan. Leia. Those sounds like normal names to me. And also Skywalker. It's outer space. Dude, like, those are all silly. You're insane. Those are just as silly as Buttercup. Buttercup? No. Buttercup is like a something you eat. Like Humperdinck? That's named after a magician. Like a musician from back in the day. Engelbert Humperdinck. Like they're just making fun of that guy. Like. And uh, you gotta be kidding me. You, you think. All right. That's. That's that's you're, you're ridiculous. Well, if you're being th- dead, saying like, those dumb, Hans if you're saying the names are so are silly, more that, grounded names than Buttercup. Like, no, it isn't. Yeah. Like Vizzini, Fezic, I eat Inigo I, Montoya. I, that's that's t- a Spanish a name right there. I eat, uh, you know, like I listen to Humperdinck. Like that's that stuff. That's weird. Like that that's that's that just makes it like more of a joke. You know what I'm saying? While like Han Solo, sure, it's a weird name, but it's like. There's like Hans Gruber. There's like Hans. Like there's a lot of people named Han. Like that's believable. Luke. Luke's a common name. Skywalker, a last name. That's cool. And everyone understands the premise of last names. Darth Vader, Dark Father. I mean, that's that's cool. That's good stuff. It's it, it's it's a good. Yeah. Okay. That's thing. a that's a silly argument right there. I. That's at least it's an argument. <laughs> it's so silly. The names are sillier in Princess Bride, so it's gonna take them out of the movie. Meanwhile, okay. Darth Vader is cool. Okay. So and I so come up. So I come. Well, the reason you think it's silly is because it exists. Like, if you went back and saw it the first time, Darth Vader is not silly. But somebody who hasn't seen a movie before, and they heard like, oh, um. My name is Buttercup. They know what a Buttercup is. Like they know what a butter. Like they know what that is. That that can pull you out of the movie. Like oh no, it, it grounds you. It gives you some familiarity. So you're not like okay, this is so weird that I have to memorize everyone's names who have these names and letters and strings of words that I've never even heard before. Like Obi Wan. That's that's flipping weird. That's that's like oh, not English th- at all. That's exactly because in outer space, so it's more believable because they've put you in that setting from it's the very just beginning. as silly. But I'm not arguing about names anymore. They're both silly. That's I don't, I don't That's I'm just saying yours ridiculous. is more silly because we already know what it, like like I said Humperdinck or Engelbert or whatever that guy's name is. Like, Humperdinck is an amazing classic villain villainous it's, name. It's not it's a villainous so name. It's a guy that plays the saxophone. I know, and he's a villain. Anyone that the, plays the saxophone is a villain. So I'm saying, if someone's never like been to a movie before, like. Oh, oh, is this the saxophone? Like, I don't know. Like, that, you, your brain will be all of a sudden pulled out to think of something else. While Star Wars will keep your attention because it's something new and extravagant. That's just all I'm saying. No, it's it's too weird. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, I'm not backing down because this Princess this, this Bride is, this is, a Bride big is fight. amazing. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, this is a hard thing to fight against. Princess Bride is is a beautiful movie. It's awesome. Everyone needs to watch it. Star Wars Episode Four, arguably the best Star Wars movie. Everybody needs to see it. This is definitely going to be something that's up to our listeners. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So if you guys don't choose Princess Bride, I'm going to be so upset with you. <laughs> but let us know by uh, emailing us at vegankingsgmail.com or going to our Facebook page. But this is not all, everybody. We want to do something special for our listeners that do yeah. pay attention in these things. We want to be able to give you your very own. We don't even have one yet. We want to give you our very own Vagrant Kings t-shirt. And the way you can get this is, go ahead and tell them, Austin. So we're going to choose randomly from uh, someone who posts on the, on our, either there are, you know, somewhere in our social media or emails us, some, contact us in some way 
tell us what movie you think or give us your reasons as to why Princess Bride is obviously better than Star Wars as an intro movie. So do that and we'll give you uh, <laughs> one of our uh, a t-shirt with our Vagrant King logo on the back and we'll probably slap Vagrant Kings on the back or maybe we'll put your name on the back or maybe we'll, we'll put my name because I'm right. a much better uh, reviewer than the other co-hosts of this yeah. podcast. And and so we'll have this up for uh, maybe a week or two on on the giveaway and we'll post it up on our Facebook too, but uh, you don't you don't just have to tell us which one you think out of these two is your favorite. We would like to know what your movie choice would be. What would be yeah. a movie you want to introduce someone to the very first time? It could be Lord of the Rings or, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming or uh like the Titanic that could be someone's very first movie. Those are all great movies. We want to hear your reasoning. So just email us at vagrantkings at gmail.com or on our Facebook or even our Twitter or DM us on Twitter. And and we will pick a random winner and read aloud your, your thing on the internet. We'll, we'll read it aloud on the podcast and you'll have a t-shirt coming your way. Woo. So yeah, we'll get a hold of you, you know, all that, all that jazz. But uh, thanks for listening. So was, we just thought it was time to give back finally. Well, hopefully we'll do some more giveaways throughout the year because this will be fun, yeah, I think. It, it is fun. I'm excited. So It's just almost as fun as Princess Bride. <laughs> Not quite <laughs> as yeah, fun uh-huh. as Star Wars ever <laughs> would be. But yeah, anyway. So thanks for everyone for listening. And thanks for listening. Have a great day. Toodles. If you liked this podcast, make sure you subscribe on iTunes and definitely leave us a review. It helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at Vagrant Kings. And if you've got some extra cash, you can make a donation to the Vagrant Kings at patreon.com slash Vagrant Kings.